following podcast is set for one call. Introducing to your ears, it's Joe. It's Drew. It's AEW Rainbow. Let's go, Joe. Double Rainbow 45. How are we doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Let I'm here. Uh, second monster in. I'll probably end up dying by the end of today. <laughs> Start early, end early. That, that, that's, that's like Joe's life statement and how his, his obituary. That's how I lived my life. Word. <laughs> I've lived my life. Live life to the max, and by max, uh, drink all the monster energy cans I can by noon, and then uh, go hambo. There you Assuming go. I'm not dead. Assuming I'm yeah, not dead. Drink that monster energy or heart attack juice or whoever fucking eventually pays us to drink them. You know, yes. Uh, pay <laughs> me. Pay me to drink your 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 death juices. Yes. I I put anything in my body. <laughs> put some money. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he and he does mean anything. Oh my! Anyways, Drew, <laughs> before we totally sell out, tell the people where to find the show. Yo, man, you can find the AE Double Rainbow podcast here on Twitch at Joe J Pena. For now, I guess uh, you can catch pre and post show, and catch the show live as it's being recorded. Also, head on over to YouTube at AE Double Rainbow. You can also find us on all the podcast sites: Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. And uh, Spotify, and uh, go ahead and check out uh, AEDoubleRainbow.com. I almost forgot to remove my water label because, you know, no sponsors. Hey, man, we need a, we're sponsored by water. <laughs> I, lo- I love how we're like, like, hey, where's our sponsors at with our, with our, with our low subs? <laughs> Again. We need the sponsorships now. Yeah, we need them now. If, if we had them, people would take us seriously and then more people would watch our stuff. See, it's like, it's like a circle thing. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 all it's all positive feedback, man. You exactly. give us you give us a sponsorship. We talk about your sponsorship, and then our viewers look at the sponsorship, and then they drink your product, and then you give us more product, and we talk more about your product, and the consumer drinks more product, and then and, and then I die a very short, fast-lived death. Hey, but but if but 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 he doesn't have to worry about his funeral expenses because he has that money. For real, that that sponsorship money <laughs> pay for my funeral, baby. Let's go. <laughs> well, let let's go with this show, shall we? Because we have a, again, we have a bunch to talk about from the week. But I think we should start with uh, the obvious thing. I think we need to talk about Revolution some more, specifically about our Revolution episode that we filmed immediately after Revolution ended. Um, if if anyone can see it or, or hear it, um, Drew was live here with me in, in the void. Um, in person, he 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 was masked up, glassed up. He couldn't see his face. Uh, I cut that clip from the from the video drill, so they never saw your face. Um, oh, but oh, God. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could save your dramatic face reveal for another twenty five subs. It's YouTube. working out, man. It's working out. Yeah, it's working out. But like I said, I want to talk about what we said in that episode because I, I I went back uh, and I I listened to it because I mean, obviously I edited the show, and then I went back and watched some of Revolution. 
And I feel like we were kind of harsh, if I'm being honest, about how Revolution went down. Of course, again, we recorded it right after Revolution ended, so we were a little hot after after the expl after the explosion or lack thereof explosion. So uh, we we were mad salty. I, I even titled the episode about your saltiness. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's really unfair, and and, and it wasn't just us. A lot of people were the same way. I really feel like we were unfair to to Kenny and Amox and a Papa Khan for something that's not really their fault. You know. Like, like we yes, the explosive was very important to the story and very important to the um, payoff of that match. But in reality, when, when you boil it all down, it's not like it's not like they planned for that to happen. It's not like it was like a oh, we're gonna do. I mean, despite what they said on Dynamite, it's not like they were like, and then we're gonna have a shit explosion, and then we're gonna laugh at everyone. No, it was just a genuine, ugly, unfortunate screw up, you know, that happened on that happened, because um, you know explosions. Like that type do fuck up sometimes. I think it was the most unfortunately timed technical glitch probably in wrestling history outside of things like ob like obviously Owen Hart, but like as far as just like just a glitch that just affects the show. Yeah, that fucking sucked. And 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 it really tilted us, as you like to say, Dro, in our episode. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how you're feeling now, days later. They get no pardon from me. <laughs> no, no, still salty. I was, I was promised an exploding barbed wire <laughs> death match. Okay, with a very shitty explosion finale. No, no, they get no pardon from me. It was, it was ass. Okay. I, I was sky high, man. I was sky high, and I, I'm still. I don't say I'm salty, but I, I think back on it, I'm like, how? I don't want to go and say how unprofessional because I know <laughs> things. How I know I know things do happen. You know. Shit happens. Sometimes things don't go the way they go. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you'd think, and, and I, I don't know. I don't know how they double check the pyro. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, you'd hear. think that'd be the one thing, you know, the grand explosive finale that they would be like, look, this whole pay per view can go to shit, but this is the one thing that needs to work, and that's the one thing that didn't work. Right. And, uh, nah, man. Nah, no, no pardon for me, man. No, um, <laughs> it, it it ruined the show for me. I still stand. Sting was the best thing that night for me. Uh, it, no, no. I I I saw that and I seen some tweets be like, nah, man. Just because one shitty explosion doesn't mean the whole pay per view was shit. Uh, no, it wasn't. But it definitely ruined it for me. Oh yeah, is, I, yeah. Uh, no, I mean it's a, it's it's again the ending of a movie, right? Ending of a show. Uh, I, I, it, it's going to be the one thing we remember from his pay-per-view for years to come, unfortunately. My whole point was that I just feel, I felt that we were, I, I don't know, I felt like we were dismissive. And you said yourself of the matches, because I went back and watched, I didn't watch all of it because I didn't have time to this week, but I did watch, you know, the first part of it. I watched um, uh, the Bucks versus MJF for Jericho. Still didn't do anything for me, personally. Just mm -hmm. just didn't. Um, the tag team battle royal was better than I, than I remembered. I remember being harsh on it just because I have higher expectations of their of their battle royals because they've done a great job of making those really entertaining. Um, but but again, the last few minutes with with, with Phoenix, uh, Phoenix and um, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy, that was, that was, that was and dope. Silver. Fuck yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was fucking dope. I I, I sat down and watched uh, Mizunami, and Cheetah like finally with actual attention, and again that was fucking great, just to see them you know reach kind of a back and forth competitive affair. That that was enjoyable. I, I didn't get to go back and watch the rest. I really wanted to watch it because, again, um, 
the, the, again, the, the the Moxley and Kenny did have a brutal match. Um, um, I I still complain about fake barbed wire because I'm an asshole and like I'm sorry you didn't bleed and <laughs> bleed enough to make Joe happy, but <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. That's um, a first. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's just takes away from the illusion for me. I'd rather have a bar. I'd rather have an exploding tack death match because at least you can see the tacks. Oh yeah. Oh, brutal. Yeah, but again, it was still cool as fuck. Um, until the ending, and I guess yes, the ending is what what is gonna stick with people no matter what. It's gonna stick with with Droz. It's gonna stick with me. Like yeah, we said what we said. We we were rad salty. We if anything, that was a reflection of everyone at the time. I just feel bad, specifically for Kenny and Mox. That I feel like we we we, we I feel like we were part of the um, negativity of the internet. And and Droz, if we if we don't like like you know like like suck AEW's dick, they'll never pay us. I mean what? We're not I stand by my statements. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I nor- normally be like, <clears throat> if if I gotta do a little um brown nosing, you know, uh, a brown nose. But no, I was promised an exploding death match, an exploding barbed wire death match with a giant explosive finale with a dramatic counter and a Kingston coming out. I'm like, oh my god, no! And then it's like, no, nah, no, they get no pardon from me on that, man. That was. That was egregiously terrible. Uh, that's gonna stick with me for a very long time. Uh, I, I, I'm never gonna stop crying about it. I, I wanted to see limbs, and you know, I, I wanted to see, I wanted to see hella drama, man. That was not hella drama. It was going there. <laughs> it was this. going there. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like when, when, when. Uh, okay, I, I don't have a good analogy. It's like we you got buy yourself. Blue balled, brother. A, it's like when 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 you're buying yourself a brand spanking new barbecue pit, and you're like, "This is gonna be dope," uh-huh. and then you're like, "I'm gonna smoke some meat on this," and then you start, you get everything ready, and then you throw the charcoal, and then you're like, "Oh, this is dope," and then you notice there's smoke coming out 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 of the charcoal everywhere, out of the out of the grill everywhere. It's not retaining any heat, and your meat sucks, and you're like, "Fuck this charcoal, this 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 grill's a piece of shit. Why did I buy this?" That that is my sentiment. This is a very specific example, there, brother. Very. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Like I said, again, we we did get we all got blue balled on on a on a large scale. That's what Revolution did. Um. But going into this episode of Dynamite, they did provide two explanations for it, or at least storyline explanations for it. We know what happened to IRL. Shit just fucked up. Um. If you wouldn't go with um, Kingston's excuse. Well, Kingston and, and, and Mox's excuse is that Kenny fucked up, but Eddie passed out because of, you know, he was curd and he had a flashback. So the time he was in up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I mean, I find that believable. Like, if you think you're gonna blow up people, I could see myself fainting. Like, uh, uh, in in the um, response to that, so I'll take it. Uh, it does it doesn't make it look look any less silly, but but I, but I'll I'll take it. Um, Kenny and and Don's like, aha! Of course we planned for it not to work because we're evil and we wanted to take that moment away from you. Blah 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 blah. Ha ha! I'm like, sure, okay. I like to think, story wise, the truth is that Kenny fucked up, but him and Don are just trying to cover their asses because they look stupid. And like, no, you look stupid. Ha ha! So um, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That that was a pretty nice plot twist. Yeah. Um, I was I was I was uh, cleaning my fish tank while watching this, and I, and I had to do a double take when they said that. I'm like, and I'm looking. I'm like, did you just really say that? Like, 
that is that is somewhat genius from a story point perspective, but that's still not going to detract my distaste and dissatisfaction in what happened. Hell no. What, what about uh, that, the that, 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 line? That worked for me. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Lol's uh, crossover. Uh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, the point is, I think Kenny failed at creating a... <laughs> was it is creating the uh what is it the the death chamber the moxley death chamber whatever the hell he was calling it yeah he failed moxley didn't die at all he's still on the show i thought he was gonna be gone yeah man he 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 failed from that perspective explosion or not that was a that was a shitty death chamber shitty death chamber yeah didn't accomplish just one goal had one job one job it, it had it had one job and it failed at it as the all i know out of that whole segment uh Man, if I could get my best friend to 69 me, I'd probably be complete. Joe, 69 me, baby. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was this, funny, though. I was like, what the hell are you I doing? Said, this is the Don, Don, 69 me, Don, 69 Same. me. And they went for it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> See, this is, I, I, real quick, I'm pretty sure WWE wouldn't do this. Would they do this? No. Absolutely not. This is why this is why I like AEW because it's because so they easy, have... just stupid. They have the balls to do things that others might not do, um, an and idiot. actually air it. So when he said "69 me Don, 69 me Don," I'm like, I had to do another double take for my fish like... tank. I'm like, did this motherfucker just say that? And then when it was gonna allegedly the timer went down, they actually went into 69 pose. I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, hilarious. Yeah. That's why I like AEW. <laughs> They're so stupid. <laughs> mad trolling, uh, mad trolling to fucking Eddie Kingston though. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny being a savage. Like, oh my god, I had a flashback to the time I got detention in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, no man, he, he he went in on Kingston, man. It was uh, it, it was almost a little rough to watch. It's like holy shit. Yeah. What is Kingston gonna do about this? Hey, I, I mean, it looks like Kingston's probably gonna get a title shot though, so that's cool. Oh shit, we'll see what happens. Shit. Him or or Christian Cage. That's so stupid. They can't give Christian Cage a title match. Yeah, he just got there. He literally just walked in there. He didn't even say anything. He didn't even get a chance to talk. That's true. It would be the most TNA thing ever for them to give him a title shot immediately. As Uh, much as I love Christian personally. Yeah, no. He's uh he he's got a he better not be ranked. (laughs) He's just made such a huge impression. He better not. He better not be ranked at zero and zero at number five. He better not be ranked. I want to. I kind of want to pull it up now. I don't know. Like, <laughs> goodness, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you know, you know, like I said, like I said, back to the the how this all wrapped up. They they provided their their excuses. Works for me. I like seeing this alliance between Eddie and Mox. Even though, again, I'm very confused that Mox is still on my TV screen. Not that I complain. I love Mox. Was it's. I really thought he was gonna go away. So. Um, I guess Hell, we get Eddie and Mox as a duo. Hell, maybe that even got ruined too. His uh, his vacation got ruined too. He's like, well, damn it! Now I got to come back to work. I because you didn't write me off successfully, so now I got to die another way. Probably is what's gonna happen. What kind of other crazy death match can you put me in? That's, you know, kind of, I don't know. I have no idea. They they need to do a. Uh, gonna... They they need to do a. Uh, 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 what what are those giant buildings called? They they, they need to do a skyscraper death match. <laughs> They're fighting on top of a building, and then miraculously, well not miraculously, someone gets murdered. The only way to win the match is by tossing someone off the building. 
Jesus Christ. So you the only to... way to win. So, the only way to win. So I, I'm, I probably mentioned this to you before, but last year did we had um, Money in the Bank match. Um, mm-hmm. But they did it differently than usual. They had the women's and men's match at the same time. Holy shit. On top of the roof of WWE's corporate building. Yes. That's what they need to do. Yes. And, and Baron Corbin tossed Rey Mysterio and Earl's Black off the top of the building. Yes, that's what we need. That's what we. That's just, that's exactly what we need. But then that, they both wrestled on Raw the next night, like next night, like they weren't fucking murdered. That's sad. Out. That because is sad. They explained it. Oh, he didn't actually throw him off the building. He threw him to like the lower level. I was like, still, it, like the visual was cool as hell. You think they would come back like, Varen, what the fuck? You're trying to murder me. He's like, yeah, man, the match is dirty key. What the fuck? <laughs> But nothing. They, they, they didn't play into it at all. It really pissed me off. When I saw it, I was like, oh my god, he killed Ray. And oh my god, he killed Alistair Black too. This motherfucker really was that match. <laughs> and, like, and then they're like, yeah, let's pretend that didn't happen. We're back. <laughs> but when it happened, commentary sold. It was like, oh my god, he threw the... Was like, that's on. terrible. He's been murdered. <laughs> hey, Ray Mysterio's dead. Could you imagine if we never saw Ray Mysterio ever again after that wrestling? He's like, he just got thrown off the building and they never brought him back. Like, oh, Ray Mysterio kinetically died. <laughs> you know? I'm dead for sure. I would, uh, I would love that. If I was a, re- if I was a wrestler, <laughs> and, uh, and, like, Ray, like, I would love to go, like, like, one of my favorite wrestling retirements ever was Jamie Noble. Because Jamie Noble was on, on Raw. He was, like, he was not very active, but he, you know, he was, like, you know, Jamie Noble things, you know, never really wins. He had a match with Sheamus. Um, Sheamus beat the fuck out of him. And he was like, well, that's it. I'm dead. My career's over because Seamus beat the shit out of me so hardcore, I'm retired. Like Lost. a random raw, like, just beat the shit out of him and that's it. He beat me into retirement. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, that makes, that makes sense, though. You know, like, from a, from, from a storyline and, like, a, a presentation of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You got, Seamus beat that motherfucker, that motherfucker so hard, he's dead now. His career's over. So, Lost. so yeah. And, um. Uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio should retire for be a building throw, and so so it'd be a come to segment right Max on TV, I guess. They could Lol. always bust the Stone Cold. I ran him over with the car thing. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, he's dead. He's having. He has a child on the way. I feel like that's exactly it. what AW would do. Um, but Kenny would have to be driving something fucking ridiculous to run it over Max. I don't know what, because uh, they'd have to Lols. make it. AWE, like, what's the most Kenny Omega type car? It's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be that luxury SUV that he's always, that he's always riding around in, man. It has to be it. If we and that, think... and they'd be like, oh, who ran him over? Who knows? Like, Kenny, that was clearly your car. It's like, no, we never know who. That knows. wasn't me. <laughs> could have been anyone. I got my alibi. I was, I was on my passenger side of the <laughs> SUV. I was not driving it. Lost. But yeah, some someone needs to get tossed off a building. That's the only way they can redeem this. I mean, I yeah, I still want to see an exploding ring personally. I don't even care if it just happens on dynamite. Like, like hey, so the ring's just gonna blow up now because we want it, we want to see it. So here it is. Pew pew. At, at this point, I have no faith they can pull that off. You know, it's I funny. Ha- um, you know, they should have added the sparklers to Kenny's pyro. <sighs> Just as a pisser went off, like just insult to injury. You see, and that would have been more believable when they said, "Oh, we did it to annoy you. Y'all look like fools. Y'all paid money for this." I'm like, "Oh man, that hit deep. That hit real deep, man. Damn." 
but sorry, brother. Um, so it, evil, man. They're so evil. <laughs> it is what it is. Let's, but uh, yeah. But, but uh, overall, though, the show was good. Just uh, yeah, no, that that ruined it for me. Okay. I, I I'm not talking about revolution no more. It's it's done. It's a done deal. I'm, I'm the salt is building again. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about Max Caster, despite the fact that he wasn't on Dynamite or um, Dark this week. I'm pretty sure. Um, why do we need to talk about Max Caster? Simply because it's time to do the Max Caster Max Challenge drill. Now, uh, earlier in the week, you sent me a clip from <laughs> from we were recording because last week we tried to do the Max Caster Max Challenge. Um, and um, before I move on, Drew, you want to explain what that is, real quick? <laughs> Max Caster shows up, he, Max Caster disses his opponent, and uh, then Max Caster kisses his opponent. So he does his diss, and then when he does the diss, the challenge is I need to make a diss to the same person he dissed for dissing purposes. Yes. Yes. So basically, <laughs> Dro is in a diss-off with Max Caster. That Max Caster obviously doesn't know about, but um, we're trying to see who, who's got the hotter bars this week. Is it, is it Dro? Or is it Max Caster? This this one is from Max Caster dissing Preston Vance number ten, Ooh. on the show. Um, I, I I've heard this. Um, I, you know I'm um, it's. Uh, I'm a spiritual lyrical miracle lyrical individual. <laughs> oh, hey, you're, you're you're something, all right. I like. Um, <laughs> you're something, all right. I I just want to say real quick, the, um, the folks listening to this, uh, prepare your crinzometers. Also, um, I don't even think we mentioned it, but Max Caster's bars from um, from Revolution, hot damn! Um, no, that, that was that was super hot. That's its own take afterwards. That that's that was, that was savage. Yeah, so whatever savage is, this is gonna be the opposite of that. Here's Dro's attempt at uh, dissing Preston Vance, and I'm gonna yeah. make you listen. I don't know if you listen to it in this context. Man, I listen to it every morning. Man, it's hot fire. I don't know what you're <laughs> Okay, let's it's fire, bro. Okay, the Rev Drew is back in this is hot fire. Let's hear his diss track on <laughs> Preston Vance set to the tune of Mr. Max Haster's theme. Let's go. Yo, 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 yo. This is Dro over here spitting fire. Rap game strong, you think that I'm a pro. The Max Caster Max Challenge is so dire. You think that I just went and got myself fired. Fire. Oh, oh. <laughs> Joe, please don't fire me, bro. This is hella late. This rap is so late. Please don't fire me. I beg you. Please. <laughs> Yo, say 10. I hear you go by Vance. Join the Dark Order. You'll probably do a dance. The Dark Order has you good and locked. But a boombox made you get dropped. Oh, big yeah. money. Matt paid some chump change for that. Oh my goodness. Yo, <laughs> minus one sticks to you like he's glue. Please tell me he still goes to school. Caster dropped the disc like it was something cool, but I think he was dropped or he likes to sniff on glue. Oh, 10, don't worry, man. Don't worry, baby. I got you, man. Max Caster is a disaster, so whatever he says, it just doesn't matter. Oh, oh, 10, I'm telling you, Caster's a disaster, shit. But I guess, um, if he's a disaster, then, um, so are you. 
Yo, yeah, dude. AE Double crazy. Rainbow like, Podcast like, in the house <laughs> with the Max Caster Max Challenge no, 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 on 10. Wrong, He's bro. a sexy man. Don't kill me, bro. Please. Don't get me wrong, bro. I'm ecstatic that you took the time to make that. It was amazing, dude. I I, I love that. But my only cri- my only real criticism is that your delivery in the live version of the line, uh, someone tell me that kid still goes to school, uh-huh. was better live than it was on your recording. Uh yeah, it it was because I I had to change it a lot when I was trying to record it. I'm like, okay, this isn't working anymore, so I had to change the lyrics up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Cause, but cause nah, that, man, that shit was fired. That that, li- that line made me pop. Not gonna lie, I, I enjoyed that awesome. line in the first take. But I was like, it was like, it's such a silly. Th- I, yes, I'm glad we're doing the Max Caster Max challenge. That that was fun. That that was different. I don't know how the people are gonna respond to that, but but there you go. They're gonna love it, man. They're gonna figure out I'm a spiritual, lyrical, miracle, lyrical individual. I'm only, I'm only sad that I forgot to plug in my SoundCloud so I can check out my mixtape. I mean, you can plug it right now. We're talking still. So. Uh, t- t- uh, uh, my SoundCloud's at Dro Dro Caster Fartmaster Flex One Two Three. <laughs> there you go, folks. Um, <laughs> and hey, you know what? If you think you can do better, do your own Max Caster Max Challenge with the hashtag Max Caster Max Challenge. We need to make that a thing, Dr. I haven't even decided that just right now we need to do that. Max oh, Caster yeah, Max let, Challenge. Here we go. Let me write that down. Yeah, Max yeah. Caster Max Challenge hashtag Twitter challenge yeah. lyrical miracle individual. Yeah, but you know what? What is a lyrical miracle individual, Dr. If you can't freestyle. I cannot freestyle. So you um, know, and you know, I know you're still very upset about revolution. So why don't you? Um, wait, can you hear that? Why don't you talk? Why don't you give us a freestyle rap on the Yo, I'm pretty upset about revolution. Made me question, what the fuck is this? I don't even think this is worth a diss. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good for a quick slide. <laughs> okay. Well, again, that was the Max Caster Max Challenge, everyone. Look forward to more of that coming in the next the few weeks. Salt is building, man. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> okay. Oh, I, 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 I got something that, that'll make you less salty. Let's let's talk about Fuego. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I know you I know you didn't watch this. I fucked up, man. I was going to watch it and I forgot to. Yeah, that that it's all good, brother. I um, th- this was fun. So, so people don't know, uh, Fuego del Sol apparently has this long running feud with QT Marshall that they, they've been building on Sammy's blog. I don't actually regularly watch Sammy's blog. I'm trying to like keep eyes on it more lately, just because for the show and for shit comes up like this, which was great. Um, they they tease this big match between QT Marshall and Fuego, and like um. One, the match was actually pretty damn good. I was actually really proud of... I feel weird saying I'm proud of wrestlers, but I was really proud of Fuego in this match. I do like Fuego del Sol, man. He's uh, he's the unsung hero of AEW. He's always in the background. Always got a big old Kool-Aid smile. Yeah, man. Uh, he needs to drop that tornado DDT on someone. Yeah, and it's, you know what I like about Fuego, man? Like, um, I, I'll say this. I don't know... I, I can't speak for Papa Khan... I think there's a plenty of people on the roster already. You can't hire everyone. That's the truth. I don't think Fuego is going to be, you know, the uh, ratings-grabbing big superstar ever that they need, you know? But you do need people, like, on the lower end to, like, just keep things, like, moving. And, um, and like, even if you're not the most important person on the card, if you can make people excited about your match, 
I think that's really important or the next thing I have. Like, they got me invested in this match. Um, and, it, it, yeah, again, it's on dark, and it's, like, not, like, it's not going to affect the show, the show, but if you build if you build any match right, you can get interest in it. And I wanted to show you a couple things from, well, Fuego's promo on, on QT on Sammy's blog about it. Oh, okay. So let me show you. It, it shows one bit, then it blacks out, and then it goes to the rest. So just so you know. So, so you know, if you have a second to say something. So, let me show you this. All right. Well, well, well. Oh, I've been waiting for you to show up. I just got one question for you, Fuego. Are you ready to go one-on-one -on -one with QT? No, 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 no. The question is, are you ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Fuego? I, I love that line already. It's just because I'm dumb. I don't know how well you could hear it because, again, I always work on my audio drill. But um, it's like, are, are you ready to go toe to toe with Fuego? Uh, sounds, sounds, <clears throat> it sounds, it sounds like a mad case of herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, nah, I, I like that he's standing up to QT, man. QT's a douche. Um, but yeah, nah, that that that's uh, I, I like that charisma, man. I'm not gonna lie, I really do like the charisma and energy he's bringing, man. As the, <laughs> let's go toe to toe with Fuego. Oh, I like it, I like it. But the, I like that, yeah. Yeah, there's more. He continues, uh, you know, continue his promo, but I, but I, I chopped it up a bit. So here's the rest of it that he says. But here's the deal, QT. Huh? I finally figured it out. I finally figured out why you give people like me so much shit. Huh? Yeah, you deserve it. Nah, because whether you like it or not, <laughs> we're a lot alike. We ain't fucking even close to being alike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what do you think people think about when they say, uh, maybe, uh, maybe he doesn't have the body for this? Who are they talking about? Huh? Maybe, maybe, oh, he's just a job guy. Who do you think they're talking about? Huh? Ain't me. I had a huh? job since day one here. Oh, yeah. yeah. But maybe a lot of people said you would never make it here to AEW. But what did you do? You proved your worth. And not only that, the second you step foot in this company, every day since then, you've added value to your worth. And the second I stepped on this blog, I've added value to my stock. And this is how it goes. Maybe you're scared that people like me are gonna show up and show out and take your spot. But don't worry about that, QT. See, tonight, you face your biggest fear. And I'm finally gonna hit it. And that's a Tornado DD guarantee. Don't worry, QT. I'm not coming for your spot. Because I'm going to be a star. That's going to be a Tornado DD guarantee. That was fucking dope house. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. What a, you see, like, a, a fucking QT Marshall deadpad the camera when he said that? <laughs> mm. That was amazing, man. That, dude. I, I didn't think I didn't think Fuego del Sol could talk like that. Yeah, man, he, he fired up. Little, man. Yeah, he fired he, up. He, yeah, he has the minimum. So I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised for Fuego. I was like, look at him with some mic skills. Good for you, Fuego. I oh, like it. I liked it a lot. Hell yeah, I do. That's badass. Yeah. So again, <laughs> so Fuego, but the promo of his life had the match of his life. I'll say on Dark. I didn't like that they're building this as the biggest match in Dark history. No respect on Peter Avalon versus versus Kyler. Just saying, but um. But yeah, the mat, the match, the match was tight. Um, I have um, a clip from the match to show you real quick. Again, a lot of clips today. I don't know if we can get in trouble with these or not. But, Los. But hey, they, we're commenting here, so leave us alone. <laughs> Check this out, Joe. Yeah, buddy. Oh, he got him. 
Nobody home for QT Marshall. He's been stunned by that front face kick. Look at Fuego. He's going to the top where he's he does good stuff up there. Oh, he did it! He did it! Oh. He hit it! He hit it! He finally hit the QT Marshall's momentum carried him out of the ring on that tornado DDT. Every fan in this arena yeah, on, their fa on their feet for this match. Very so rarely do you DDT. see that happen? That, and he's that, finally hit that tornado DDT. But because he came off the top, he had so much momentum <laughs> that QT just was sent to the outside. Yeah, it, it was too powerful, that DDT. He, he gave him the biggest torque of his life. So much torque was placed on his <laughs> neck and head area that... He kind of spun out. <laughs> he spun out. He went too far. He couldn't do. He couldn't. He couldn't keep him in, in the ring. He could have so. killed him, man. Yo, Fuego, slow down, bro. We ain't trying to kill people out here. Yeah. Uh, not that we can, anyways. Not with explosions, by the way. But uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he finally hit the tornado DDT. QT went flying way out of the ring. Um, so he went to get him, threw him back in the ring. Q um, Fuego went up for another tornado DDT. Got countered into a um, diamond cutter, and then QT picked up a diamond cutter to him again. So QT won. Oh, but, so you had to do a double cutter. Double oh. diamond cutter, baby. Oh, okay, okay. Fuego's that much of a threat, I see. Yeah, QT, yeah. You a chump, bro. <laughs> you a chump. He said, oh my God, he finally did. He almost killed me. Yeah. He, <laughs> you need to put him down quick. <laughs> he was terrified. He was terrified of that tornado DDT. <laughs> His life, his life flashed before his eyes. He remembered when he was with Allie and she took all his credit cards and got the car and he got all the hair and then he got dumped and she went back with Blade and she's like, oh, and then he got Tornado. Tornado DD guaranteed. Yo. I'll buy that t-shirt, Fuego. You put out a, a, a I Tornado I Tornado DD guaranteed t-shirt. I'll buy it. Lord. <laughs> Oh, that shit was savage. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, despite the loss, good for Fuego. Good week for Fuego. I'm proud of that guy. For real, man. I like that guy. I always like him when he's out in the in the, in the the stands. He's always doing something silly. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on from our Fuego bit. We're going to talk about Penta instead. Another luchador. And Cody Rhodes. Specifically, Penta coming out after Cody had his quick, like, two-second match to talk all that shit because you know penta be talking wait that Co shit. cody wrestled cody did have a match yes he, he licked the wrist he, he beat some guy in like 10 seconds with like a I, finger man point. i apparently missed a lot of things that was the entire point of him being out there because you know how you complain about people just having promos for no reason well they listened yeah. and then cody had a match and he won the match and then the, the pentagon was like hey man fuck you cody because i'm out here on spanish commentary for some reason and i don't like you because you lost your match like a fucking loser. Despite the fact that I lost the same match. But fuck you, Cody. So, yeah. So Pento's out here talking shit. With Alex uh, apprehended, no, no less. He, need the, he needs the translator. Yes. <laughs> Which, you know, brings up something that, that I, I, I would have wanted to mention. You know, obviously, Dro, you, I, and Sammy Guevara fully understand every word that Penta says. So, but... Maybe, but you know, for the rest of the audience, maybe they don't. We don't know the dozens and dozens on AEW Rainbow. We don't know who they are, what they be. So, uh -huh. I know Pendus talked a lot of mad shit over, over, over the, over the year with AEW. That, and I know, I know you've been a big fan of that, and I know you love it to bits. So I was wondering if you could translate some, of, some of the shit that Pendus has been saying 
that people probably haven't been catching on the oh, show. Oh, if, you, if, if you're going to do... Uh, uh, I know he calls people pendejo a lot, and it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I really don't know what else he says. I really don't know. Did he say anything, you need on, to... did he say anything on here that, that Alex didn't translate? I missed the whole bit, bro. God damn it, bro! I, I missed the whole bit, man. I'm telling you, I don't. I, I missed the whole bit. Okay, I thought you missed. I thought you meant you missed Cody's match. I thought you didn't miss Penta's thing. Cause that's you would have loved this. Cause you fucking hate Cody and love Penta. I, 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 hold on, man. Let me see. Hold on, man. Let me see. 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 Uh, I missed the whole bit. I, I didn't even know he was on the show till like this morning when I seen uh when <laughs> I, when I seen when I seen Brandy on Twitter. She's like, you better keep my child out of this or I'm going to go out there and beat you with my shoe. And then I seen uh, uh, Cardona said, yo, bro, you missed the perfect chance to use the word chancla instead of shoe. Lost. That's hilarious. And so let's see. Pentagon, yeah. Junior, uh, the, the Dynamite talk shit. Drew, you're making it look so unprofessional. Very unprofessional, man. Unprepared, unprepared AF, man. Like, I, I stay up late making hot memes for the show. And putting these graphics together, and you can't watch the one Cody Penta segment, which is like literally this. Actually, like no joke, I I was so sure this was the segment you'd want to talk about. <laughs> dude, I totally missed it, dude. I I totally missed it, and I can't find it for some reason. And according to this, apparently they have beef. There's a lot of videos. Well, um, I mean, I don't know if they have real beef, but they have TV beef. That's what this is about. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Guys, how's it going? Let's talk. Who about the hell is this guy? No, it's not that the actual coach is some guy talking about it, isn't it? Like, ah, the clickbait lies, brother. We don't give you look. those clickbait lies on Devil Rainbow, no, sir. We give you the real deal. The real deal. Okay, apparently, no. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna have to find it later, translate, and then send it to you because okay. I'm pretty sure he talks some shit. Because, uh, based just based on Brandy's response on Twitter, there was some shit talking to the baby, and uh, yo, that's gonna, that's gonna be savage. Well, as I as I said as as I said, I definitely like Sammy Guevara understood everything Penta said, and will tr- and would translate it for you guys here. But um, we got to move on with the show, so let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> let's oh talk, my Let's talk about Hangman. Show. Oh, did I not have the graphic? What the hell? There we go. Let's talk about Hangman instead, man. Did you see this segment? It was very short. I, I, I saw this, I think, yes. Yes, Hangman uh, got himself a brand new lawnmower, man. He got himself a very brand new nice. lawnmower with the boys. It was really not much to say. I just wanted to br- point out the lawnmower because I know you love lawn mowing and lawn mowing accessories. I pulled up the exact model for you, Drew. It's a, it's a uh, Snapper Toro. Pro S120. Is that a Toro? Oh, my. I don't know. It's I need... S- Stafford Pro S120. That's all I know for you. I, I I need to um I need to get me a lawn. Actually, I'm gonna mow the lawn today. I'm looking outside into my backyard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's looking ratchet. I need to fix that. Yeah, a lot mine... of yellow patches. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. My yard's looking ratchet too. I better call my guy because I don't actually do anything physically myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, oh, no, nah, no. Nah, I'm looking at my dog. Take a poop. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Just, yeah, make thanks. Look at that eye contact. Thanks. Thanks for the show, dog. She's literally looking at me, too. Like, yeah, you're looking at this. I'm like, how dare you? You're welcome. The, dis- the disrespect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, I did want to say on this, though, I was very ha- I'm very happy to see Hangman hanging out with Dark Lord. I'm very happy to see him wearing purple. Papa Khan didn't give me what I wanted. Dark uh, um, Adam Cole, Adam Page isn't a full-on Dark Order member, but he seems to be a Dark Order friend with benefits. So 
I guess that's just as good. Yeah, it's as close as it's gonna get. He looks uh, like their leader in these photos. Yeah, that it's as close. It, it, good, good, oh, good. Uh, uh, what's 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 the word I'm looking for here? Good. Um, ode is that a word? Good, odd, ode. I don't know. I um. The, the point is, good, good Brody Lee Easter egg, ish. Because he's the one that got the lawnmowers. He, in fact, he not only got one, he got six. Yes. Because you know he had to. <laughs> yes, he had to get his six lawnmowers. Because fuck Hangman. I, yeah. I, I, I always wonder, like, I don't. I mean, it's obviously you don't want to like. Um, you don't want to abuse Brody's name, or you don't want to like use it for storylines in a distasteful way. Yeah. Uh, WWE is very guilty of doing that on several occasions. But I'm like, I wonder if they're talking about you know like. Brody hated Hangman. <laughs> I mean, he tried to recruit him at one point, but he was he was just like fuck Hangman, and now they're all besties with Hangman. It's uh well, Brody was pretty happy at one at at some point, like oh we're gonna get this guy. That is and he's true. like yeah we're about this we're about this, and then he said no. He just said he's like, like that Adam called him a a cult. Yeah, man, that they're not they're they're definitely not a cult. They're they're more of a frat. Yeah, it's um, what's a good looking it, dudes hanging out eating meat. Yeah, a bunch of dudes hanging out, eating chilies, uh, mowing lawns, drinking beer. Yeah. Uh, riding ten. It's all good. I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd love to be. I'd love to hang out with those guys. This seems like a great crew of people. Just For real, man, they do look fun. <laughs> like yeah, like I want to. I, I want to be part of that. Hell yeah, let, let's let me join Dark Order, brother. Hell yeah, just just. What what is my initiation like? What what is the Dark <laughs> Order initiation like? Um, well, first off, you need to send the email. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And then after that, you get called in for the interview. Mm-hmm. Then after that, they're going to ask you to chant with them. Now, if your chant isn't up to par, mm. then uh, you're not in. Este. And then they they put you up in front of 10. And then if 10 deems you worthy of giving you a lap dance, then you're in. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Oof. Freaking ten. As we get to do a body shot off a of ten, like five did that. For one real, time. let's go. <laughs> and then you got a party hardy, dude. Party hardy for uh, eight hours. For whatever number there, you're for whatever number you draw. That's how long you have to party for. I have party so hardy like, for eight hours in the past. You know that's. that's yo, <laughs> that is that is a lot of partying, man. Speaking of of partying, I don't know if we're gonna address this. Maybe in the post show. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Never. Never mind. Never mind. Um, I did want to touch on though that uh, what, what Adam Page was talking about, you know, Matt's money about you know what he did with it. He bought himself a lawnmower, he bought some whiskey, he donated the rest. But there was more explanation on what happened to that money on uh, BTE. I don't know if you know about any about this. I do not. Well, basically, um, Adam Page was like, "Yeah, I won the match," and he went back to the Dark Order locker and was like, "Yeah, Adam, you won. We're so proud of you." And, you know, we knew you were going to win, so we went ahead and bought you some stuff on your credit card. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so I think Alex bought him, like, six barrels of whiskey, which I think is what he referenced. Um, what did... Um, uh, I, Uno was quite restrained, only bought him a, a, a fruit uh, bouquet. That, 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 was, that was fine. Uh, what was the big one? Um, I should have wrote this down. I don't remember the big one. They spent his money though. They spent a lot of his money. <laughs> Lord. 
course. They spent it, and he was like, guys, I, I donated most of that money, so I, you guys probably put me in debt, actually. Lost. <laughs> they put him deep. They're like, oh, no. Hey, they're going to do a fundraiser. They're going to start selling uh, brownies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, after after that, the, the Dark Order came to a realization um, after Hangman left. I don't know if you saw this. You might have seen part of it. Uh, so let me just show you this clip. We all made great purchases. Hey, How am I going to pay for Anna surgery, guys? Oh, Anna. Oh, yeah. Bring it up. the surgery. Great. Who am I supposed to yell? Anna! 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 She's not, wait, here. Wait. She's not here. Try, not here. Can she hear me? Try with my name. Try with my name. Uno! Uno! Jenny! Jenny! Call Cabana! Oh, okay. It doesn't work. She is irreplaceable in the group. She's irreplaceable. Very important. No, when it comes to Anna, let's just be honest, guys. No woman could ever replace Anna. It's true. Huh? Surprise, motherfucker! I had the exact same reaction. As John Silver, <laughs> watching that video live, watching, 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 um, Makita walk in on the dark corner, surprise, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, oh, everything Maki, I want. <laughs> Maki Ito wants in, but she has to get paid. She, she has, needs to get that money though. <laughs> well, they, well, great. Now they gotta get Adam Page's gotta win another big money match so they can afford Maki Ito in the dark corner. Maki Ito's a surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I love that. I was like, yes, everything I love, everything I want, all in one spot. Adam Page, Dark Order, Makito, let's go. Lols. Which, speaking of, welcome to AE Double Maki, because that's basically what this show is really about, back when we could get down to it. Um, again, we got, you know, we got Maki on Revolution, uh, on the pre-show. She popped up on, on the main show to, to jump, um, uh, you know, jump Rosa, Shida, and uh, Mizunami. And then we got this match on on Dynamite, which was uh was it again Shida Mizunami, and Thunder Rosa, versus Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and Maki Ito, uh, and I just had to talk about Maki Ito's entrance on this episode of Dynamite. Tell me you saw this because you see you, you missed stuff. I did, and it was hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, again, I assume you all know this, and now if you saw this, Maki Ito made her entrance on, on Dynamite as she was doing her song and dance routine. Um, Shida and Tessa Rose are like, fuck this noise, ran past her and started fighting uh, Rip Baker and Nyla Rose in the middle of the <laughs> ring. And just pure chaos just breaks out. Everyone just starts fighting all around the ring, and Maki Ito's like, well, I don't give a shit. Still keeps performing, even once her music's off. So you just see everyone fighting, everyone gets involved, even a rebel... And Vicky are involved fighting around the ring as Maki just sings and dances her heart away. She, uh, hey, she needs to get her, man, how are they going to interrupt Maki during her performance, man? Yeah. That's, that is so rude. But you know what? Maki don't give a fuck. No, <laughs> she's there's a, no fucks. She's all like, the world, the world could be burning around me, but as long as I have a microphone in my hand, it's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, that, I lost my shit. I love that. And I was trying to remember, it reminded me of something. I couldn't remember if it was from a show or, or, or a meme or something. Just like just that, 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 that energy, just like giving no fucks. It made me sound like, maybe sound like you know, that little, that, that meme of that girl who's like on a swing. I was a burning building behind her. You ever see that building? Like yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, a bunch yeah. of memes like that. Like I, I love that. This is just 
pure. Kind of reminded me of the This Is Fine dog. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. She she was she was so excited to be you know she was so excited, uh, kind of reliving her her idol days, singing her entrance, just chilling. Everybody's fighting. She's like, yeah, it, it kind of reminded me like kind of like a saloon fight. Everybody's <laughs> fighting and the music's going on, and then you have yeah. like the bartender just kind of chilling there, watching everything unfold. And uh, it's, it's pretty much what was it. I'm like, God damn, this is hilarious. She's like, okay, now I'm done. And then she walks in. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I Oh my God, that made me so happy. And what I was thinking about it too was like, for a lot of people, that was probably the first time they saw Maki Ito. Because a lot of people, if you didn't watch the pre show uh, of um, Revolution, and she only had a cameo on Revolution itself, this was probably the first time a lot of people saw saw her. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? This, this, this one Japanese girl just comes out singing and dancing and gives no fucks. But um, yeah. I thought it was a great. Um, a great debut for her. I know some people. I mean, yeah, some of those, some of those mic shots left a little to be desired. But Maki's more about her character and everything. And she's, um, I still think she's actually a pretty good in ring performer in general. Like, uh, yeah, maybe not the best strikes in the world, but um, I was gonna say this on the show for people because I seen people, people are split. Either either you love Maki or you hate Maki. So um, I will suggest this for the second time on the show, if um. I recommend everyone goes in and watch Makito versus Miyu Yamashita because either one, best case scenario, it changes your mind and makes you like Maki, or worst case scenario, you get to see Maki get the ever living shit kicked out of her. So, um, so either it's way, a win win. It's a win win. You'll find one way to enjoy it, one or the other. But um, I just freaking love this whole segment. I loved her on Derek Coder. She's got a main event Evolution, Revolution, uh, AW Dark Elevation. Elevation. So, the first episode, that's cool that she has that. She's going to lock that down. Um, Papa Khan, I keep checking your page. I don't see, I don't see Makito's all elite. She might have some kind of contract with DDT Pro or whatever. I don't know, man. Just let, let's just not let, let's. What if we just keep her in, in Jacksonville? She didn't have to go back. Her, her, her and Mizunami, by the way, just keep them both. Dude, they need to keep Mizunami for sure. Uh, they need. Uh, I don't, I don't condone hostage situations, <laughs> but this, this is one. <laughs> this is one. You need to keep her. <laughs> Absolutely. Pay that woman. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what's funny, man? In this match again, because we had Maki's intro, so I was all attracted by Maki. Then she started going at it with Sheeta, and it's like, ah, oh, Sheeta's great. I fucking dude, Maki flipped off Sheeta, and then Sheeta grabbed Maki by her fingers and flipped her over by her fingers. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, my God, like yeah, I I love that like 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 that someone like Sheeta were like, yes, Maki, do your silly shit, but I don't have time for you. Like I'm just gonna keep kicking your ass, and then she tags in Mizunami. Mizunami does her thing, and you know I I love all Mizunami's fucking taunts and bullshit. You know with her fucking pull rope and her like her like um so, chops. Fucking so yeah, so I love seeing her go. I love seeing her and her go at it with, with Maki, and then she tags out. And I'm like, oh yeah, Thunder Rose is in this match too. <laughs> And so I literally said like, oh yeah, Thunder Rosa's here too, and I love Thunder Rosa, but I was so distracted by between the three of them, you know, Shida, Maki, and Mizunami. I felt bad. They're so the, 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 those chicks, man. They're so animated, man. It's great. Yeah, I like yeah. I like it, man. Very very well. Like like you mentioned before, very great in ring performers, man. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much with the wrestling, but goddamn. You watch that, you know you're gonna be entertained for sure, man. Absolutely. That's, that's entertainment at its I, best, man. Yeah, and that's what I want for wrestling. There, I want to be entertained. I do want to guess. You, you got to have the good matches and shit to pay off the stories and stuff. Uh, but again, I've seen Maki in serious matches, and I think she can perform uh, uh, to to enough level to get you know get the story across. Um, um, I, again, obviously we know we know Mizunami can fucking go. We know Shida can go. We know Thunder Rosa. Goddamn, Thunder Rosa is probably the best pure wrestler. 
a women's wrestler on the roster. Well, not on the roster. But you get my point. But again, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what with example this match too? Just this is like really what what Maki and Mizunami add is like they really fill out the the squad because you have very with with the six of them and then not even counting um, Vicky and, and um, Rebel, you really flesh out the the character variety of the roster and you have just just just. The the whole match was a good time. I enjoy I enjoyed the hell. Yeah, of it. it's it's a lot going on, man. With I all them, it. all those wrestlers, there, it's a lot going on, man. Yeah, and the next week we're getting Thunder Rosa versus Britt in a lights out match. Like what? Made of dancing? What? I have no idea what to expect out of that. Um, uh, you know, Thunder Rosa ex- kill it. I'm keeping my expectations low. Oh, I I don't expect it to get super violent, but the fact I, I the fact that it's just them two alone made of venting, I think is a hell of a mo- hell of a motivator. Uh, yeah, I I I I would hope they do get motivated and I yeah. don't know. Yeah, uh, yes, I yeah. <laughs> Salt t- yeah, okay, yeah. So 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 what you're saying is you need you need Thunder Rosa to bust out the explosives. <laughs> I, I need Thunder. I I don't care what. I Bring need the somebody, Thunder Thunder. I need somebody to do something amazing to get me over this. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm I, I I'm a little bit uh. Uh, I'm a little bit of, I'm a little bit skeptical of AEW now. Like lights out. Oh, what the hell is this gonna be now? Some bullshit. <laughs> so I don't know. They need to do something cool. It, it don't need to be no explosive. They don't need to be blood. It just needs to be good. Like good back and forth. Uh, good old spankings everywhere. I need to see that. Like, I, and I mean metaphorical spankings. I use spankings in uh, j- just to clarify, man, because people will be taking shit too literally. Yeah, spankings in the term of beatdowns. That's how that's how I label beatdowns. Give they need to give each other good spanking, man, with whatever, man. But it needs to go down. It needs to go down. Well, again, I I have all the faith in the world in Thunder Rosa, so I I I'm excited for it. I have, I'm sure she's gonna bring it, and her and Britt are just natural rivals. So I I, I love it. I I I have high expectations for it. Um, so and, I'm and I'll say. It. Uh, and before we leave this segment, Este, I saw that I remember Britt did the lockjaw on Thunder Rosa, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. did not tap out. No, she didn't. She didn't tap out, and then they were beating her with the with the with the with the with the muletas, and then they're kicking her, and they're like, damn, Thunder Rosa can take a beating. She's yeah. tough. And that's she after taking tough. the headbutt of doom from. Yeah, Mikey. dude, that's she the hardest. Hardest head in the world, man. It's crazy. It's real cool. I love this photo of Sheeta and and Reba fighting with the cane and the uh, and the um what's it called? The muleta. Oh, sure, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I I literally forgot what that's called. The cane, the stick, the walking stick, the the crutch, crutch, crutch. There El you go. Crucho. Yeah, that. El uh, crutcho yeah. of destiny. Yeah, yeah. El crutcho of destruction. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on with 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 that. Um, do you have any other Maki bits? I'm still going to make you watch that Yamashita match. Just, we'll do it later. Yeah, I, need I, to I watch. made Shu Guy watch it last night. Lol, that's hilarious. Wait, did you say Shu Guy? Anyways, let's talk about Scorpio Sky and his evil hands, shall we? Scorpio had his match with Darby, you know, after he won a crazy ass ladder match. Sure, let's give him his title shot immediately on the first satellite. <sighs> and let's have him. Lose immediately, and let's not have that even bring out the hilarious ring. So, um, you know, it was a good match. Not not gonna hate on the match, but we're not here to talk about about the match. We're here to talk about what happened after the match with um, Scorpio Sky, staring at his hands, his evil, evil hands. Joe, you 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 sounded aghast 
Do you do you want to explain what, I, what why what what's your I, what's yeah, troubling you? Uh, the mm, um. <clears throat> <laughs> this, this was this was another miss for me. Okay. Uh, I love Scorpio Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been on the record here before saying I like Scorpio Sky. Yeah. They need to give the man some dubs. We were bitching well, he about had it when dubs. he was on Dark before he got that first title shot with Cody. Yeah, he 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 has he has a lot of dubs. Yeah. and uh, I'm like, this man needs to get a serious title contendership match, a serious mm -hmm. one. The one against Cody, that was that was what that was what that was the uh, the open challenge or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. The TNT open challenge. That, that was pretty mad. Story-wise, we knew Cody was going to win anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then, to your point, you, you, you literally hit it on spot on when, when you started the segment on this. Darby just blew up. He just came back from the Shadow Realm. This dude <laughs> just got his... That, that dude just got his, his Sonic ring. He I guess he's done looking for the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, <laughs> the, immediately, like literally immediately the next week, title shot! Like, there's no build. There was no build-up. There was no nothing. It's yeah. like we're just gonna do it now. Like the dude's the face of the revolution. They're supposed to. I, I feel. I feel like when you when you put something like that, it's something pretty significant, something pretty big that needs to be built up. And they're like, you Agreed. know what? We're just gonna do this, and he, he's gonna lose. I'm like, so so they did that whole ladder match. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like the payoff wasn't there. Like I, I just I I. I I don't know. It, it wasn't there. I, I love me some Scorpio Sky. I, I, I talk shit a lot about Darby. I, I like Darby, but I, I, I love talking shit about him because, you know, turtles and poetry <laughs> and stuff. But um, I feel this was way too rushed. Uh, I, I feel like there should have been some buildup to this. Uh, maybe some promos talking shit, you know, fucking Darby and, you know, Scorpio talking shit. Uh, he's the face of the revolution. Yeah, I, I feel like he could have used that a little bit more, like that line, I'm the face of the revolution, I'm going to destroy or whatever. Yeah, some loses some shit. weight like, after he already lost. You can't call himself that now. It feels silly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's literally, I, I don't know. And uh, I, I just don't know. It's, I feel like th this was way too rushed, and uh, I was disappointed. They, they gave him a loss immediately. Um, I don't know if this was to promote his heel turn because his hands apparently have hands. His his evil hands have hands. a mind of their own. Yes. He's evil uh, He's... Scorpio now. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'll still like Scorpio Sky, evil or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but we started seeing hints of this too when he, that, that just the arrogance a couple of weeks ago before Revolution is yeah. uh, uh, when he was on commentary. It's it's it is it, it was coming. It was coming. And I dismissed that as him just being bad at commentary, but maybe that's what this was. No, yeah, no, it, it, it's the, the 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 arrogance, and I'm like the, that that commentary was hella arrogant. He's like, ah, he's like, yeah, they're good, but they're not as good as Scorpio Sky. And you know who's the face of the revolution? I'm the face of the revolution. I'm like, okay, you called it. You yeah. evil now? And yeah, apparently he was evil. He, he was going that way. Well, um, Tony Savani made sure to they turn like, guys, you notice what tunneled Sky went out of? He went on the opposite tunnel. Okay, the that's, evil that's, tunnel. That's, that's the evil tunnel. Let's make it hella obvious for yeah. those that missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that, but, that, that, uh, that nah, man. the heel turn. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Este, it's, uh, I don't know, man. In terms of the match, the match was great. I like the match. They're both good wrestlers. But I feel like story-wise, this was rushed way too fast. Mm -hmm. I did love that he he uh, he beat the shit out of Darby afterwards. I do like that. Well, yeah. So that's... I think I'm gonna like Scorpio Sky. Evil Scorpio is gonna be yeah, good. Evil Scorpio, but yeah, it's like what's with the hands there? Remember, like uh, Mark Quinn did the same thing when he turned evil. He stared at his hands. He's like, look at my power. Look it's, at it's these like, hands. It, it, it's like it's like one of those things. Like when 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 you turn to the dark side and you're like, like I've lived my whole life living by the Force and what the Jedi teach me, 
and now they get a little taste of the dark side and they're like i've been missing out on this <laughs> yes so i feel like i feel like there's uh they're like ooh, i was not sure i was able to do this but now that i know i can do this it feels really good to kick people's ass what if he goes so. and gets um he goes finds um what's his face sean spears discarded evil glove <laughs> Puts it on one hand, and then he goes to underground and pull up um, uh, Cage's Infinity Gauntlet, and now his hands are super evil and super powered. He's super, he's super powerful, man. And it's funny because I was gonna mention we were talking about the Rebel thing, but when the, the the picture with the Kendo stick and the crutch, and I'm like, what what happened to these lore weapons? They, you know, they, they, they didn't disappear. I think we need to bring that back. I'm actually <laughs> glad you bring that up because I have a segment on that. Specifically, let's talk about the MIB Neuralizer. So this isn't even dynamite. This is from Raw. Um, on on Raw, um, you know you know our truth. Everyone knows. I R-Truth. do. Everyone loves our truth. Our truth and Braun Strowman. You know who Braun Strowman is. I'm assuming he's a big dude. He's oh, a, the big dude. The big, big dude that they're always trolling. Yeah, big motherfucker. So the thing with our truth is that he is like the um. Pretty much the he if you think of the twenty four seven championship you think of our troop our troop is like a fifty five time twenty four seven champion, it's his whole thing. So he, he approached Braun Strowman in the back. He's like, "Hey Braun, I need your help taking down that bad bunny to get my title back." But um, before he could do it, he was like, "But first, I gotta apologize to you, Braun." And he put out this little list of all this shit that he apparently did to Braun and was trying to apologize <laughs> to him for. And whatever was funny or whatever. And then Braun was like, what the hell are you talking about, Troop? That wasn't even me, and I'm not going to help you, blah, 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 blah. And our Troop was like, oh, shit, okay, um, this conversation never happened. And he pulls out, like, a pin or some shit, I can't remember what, flashes it at, at, um, flashes it at Braun Strowman, and is like, you won't remember this, and then walks away. So, like, and Braun was like, what the fuck are you doing? But in our Troop's mind, he had a, he had an MIB neuralizer on hand. Lost. Which made my brain explode. Because one, the neuralizer would be a fantastic thing in wrestling. Because think about it, just like think about if, if Papa Khan had the neuralizer, the the, the explosion went badly uh, on Revolution. So he could just got in front of the camera like, well, that didn't happen. Click. And then redoes it again. And then everyone's happy. Or just, <laughs> or, or like think about all that times, like say someone could be cheating in a match and like they cheated from the referee. He was like, I'm going to DQ you. No, you're not. Neuralizer. You forgot that happened. Bam. Laws. The ultimate heel weapon. So, yeah. So, I was thinking about, Joe's like, what would... If you could pull, like, some other weapons or, or abilities or whatever have you from a movie, TV show, animes to put in wrestling, do you have any other good examples think that would work? Because the Neuralizer is a great one because it's not overpowered like an Infinity Gauntlet where it's, like, kind of silly. Because Fuego hitting a... D- a, score, uh, a tornado DDT on uh, someone with Infinity Gauntlet probably is not going to make a difference. But the Neuralizer is a great for like storyline reasons. For like again, you can you can you can make someone forget during a match. You can make you could make the referee forget what's going on. You can uh, again erase storylines. You can do a lot of things with the Neuralizer that's, that's that, that powerful man that are fun. Yeah, the Neuralizer is a very underrated, um, I think, um, movie gadget. Yeah. So yeah, so I was trying to think of other ones that I think would be fun. What 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 going back to what you brought up about Cheetah's cane and and uh, you know our our thing we had so there's something way back in the day about the like the the weapons that or the the uh, the suit of armor the the AEW suit of armor we're building with um the glove Cheetah's cane I can't remember the rest um uh, a, whole, a whole bunch of things 
Yeah, it was loud. I think the main one was the stupid glove. Like, where's the source of this power coming yeah, from? Yeah, Because there, there was so much mysticism before behind this freaking glove. Like, I got the glove, and now I'm powerful. <laughs> yeah. It was like, could you imagine if Sheeta's um, kendo sword had, like, uh, Thor Monior powers? Where, like, only she can lift... Only she can lift the kendo sword, and no one else can. Lols, for real, man. That would be that would be some sick shit. Yeah. Este, I would. Uh, uh, speaking of Thor, it, it just reminded me of of uh, Jade Cardjewel. I like I like her stuff. I feel like her muscles could be a weapon. Like she powers up and she just starts doing push ups on people, and then she's too OP afterwards. Ooh, we should have Super Saiyan powering up in wrestling. Like, for hey real, God, before should... the match starts. Ah! Lols, for real. I, I feel I feel like Mizunami already kind of does that in a <laughs> sense. That's why I like watching her. Like she's just randomly yelling. As the, I feel like another thing too, like for the masked wrestlers, mm-hmm. like they could do like a <laughs> maybe like a Fuego del Sol thing where he has his his little clone. Like the, mm-hmm. the a clone just comes out from under the ring. Like ah, I doubled too, myself. Who's now. the real Fuego? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel like there could be a lot of silly stuff, man. Yeah, the one I had is example, um, and and it's a cheat because they literally did it on this show. If you ever watched uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, uh, Uh uh the talismans, like one of the, there's a Toro Fuerte never removes his mask. A Toro Fuerte had the uh, the strength talisman, and he'd use it in his matches to make him strong. But again, there's the strength talisman, there's the uh, speed talisman. There's like the um, the flying one. Yeah well, yeah, well, actually, it's not a flying one. There's it's a oh, it's a combination of the it's, rooster it's, and the yeah, it's a, like a levitation one. I think speed plus levitation equals flight. So yeah. you'd have to use both of them. But you, but you could use that in the dynamic of that, or or even like the, the yin yang one. So you could have like you could have both face, let's say like face Matt Hardy and heel Matt Hardy on the rest at the same time. So you could have big money Matt versus <laughs> versus broken Matt or some shit like that. It's the fucking crazy shit, dude. <laughs> how, like, how fun would that be? Like, that, yeah, the talismans would be a great addition to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Any more? Hell yeah, dude. Oh, dude. I, oh, dude. That'd be fucking awesome, dude. Freaking yeah. talismans. That, that would be a great cinematic match. Oh, God, yeah. I would love that. I, I was pitching for that. Remember when we were talking about uh, who took out Matt Hardy? I wanted to yeah, take yeah, Matt yeah. Hardy. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, only Matt Hardy could have a cinematic match with himself. That'd be fucking great. Although... Dude. Uh, uh, although again, another raw bit from like two weeks ago. Uh, apparently, um, Bray Wyatt can shadow clone people now because he had an evil Randy Orton talking to Randy Orton. That was a thing that happened. Holy shit! Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about, man. Let's that's go. What's up, that's what's up, man. Get some some voodoo witch powers, man. Yeah. It's the freaking. I feel like Big Swole should have like some gloves, like some boxing gloves. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. There's a lot of fucking shit, man. A fucking weapon, the, 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 the lore, the weapon lore. Oh, we need to start doing a fanfic. There we go. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bring up more weapons. I, I, I'm i sure I'll think of more, like, throughout the week. I'll probably bring this up again next week. Just excuse me, just because I think it's a fun idea to think, like, what could you bring into wrestling? That would be fun. be amazing. Oh, I don't even, I don't even, oh, I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even a Harry Potter guy, but don't they have, like, that invisibility cloak? That'd probably be useful. Yeah, they do. I was thinking, what's that dude's name that I was all up on? Um, uh, Ego. What the hell's his name? Uh, man, I forgot his name. Um, uh, Ego, Ethan Page. The guy that debuted tonight. No, 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 no. This guy's old. Like he was from Dark. He had that one match with Moxley. That oh, was... um, it's it's, it's yeah, Mox's homeboy. Um, ah, uh, well, the point he's is, good. I liked him. Yeah. 
The point is, he walks in with the superhero cape. The cape is the source of his power. Yes. Like, he's like, oh, this cape, I can actually fly. That'd be very useful in matches. I can fly now. <laughs> he fucking zip lines. <laughs> yes. You see this, Darby? This is how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> Freaking Darby. Darby's crazy. Yeah. I had oh, a zip line thing, too. I can't remember what it was. But anyways, we'll move on for, from that for now. We have to talk about the great geometry war that is happening in AEW, my friend. Let's talk about the inner circle being jumped by the outer square. Oh my! Yes. So oh my. again, we had we had the obvious segment, you know, to close out dynamite. Um, I, I think everyone was questioning, like, why is this main eventing after like all the matches? Like, let's let's something crazy is gonna happen, right? So um, we 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 get we we get the inner circle like it's time to introduce. It's like we got to decide what we're gonna do, and, and Jericho's was like, I'm gonna bring in a new member, and I'm like what? And 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 Jericho's like, no, maybe we got to get rid of someone, and like what? And then Sammy Guevara starts up like, wait a minute, Jericho, hang on, MJF, you know that shady guy? He's up to some shady shit, and everyone's like, what? And then they're like, nah, man, fuck you. You wanna explain that better? <laughs> no. Nah. This war council, you're yeah. right. They're, weren't they going to introduce somebody? Well, yeah, so that was the question, right? So Jericho said, obviously the whole thing was a setup, but Jericho said immediately, like, we, we should bring in a new member. So, like, who do you think Jericho was going to bring in? Or who, 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 who could he possibly bring in? To be determined next week when they're fighting and then the random guy comes up. They're like, oh, my God. You're going to hear JR. It's Sting. No, no it's no. Fuego del Sol. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe that? Uh, <laughs> So, so the point is, man, they're going to have this war council. They're going to have this whole thing, introduce a new member. Sammy out of the woodwork. Um, does this mean Sammy's back in the inner circle or is he still kicked out? Who I knows? Think he's, yeah, I think he's back. Este, I don't know. So he comes back and, you know, he he's bitching. Tells Jericho, yo, bro, you need to see this. Jericho's all like, Sammy, you shut the fuck up. You dead to me. You betrayed me. And uh, fuck you. Get out. And then Sammy's like, but bro, you need to see this. Listen to me. And he's like, okay, what? And then they have behind the camera, uh, behind the scenes footage where uh, MJF was planning a coup. And uh, he almost had it. But then he cooed himself out of the coup because the other coup members were not down with the coup. And then they're going to beat him up. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. Don't beat me up, please, guys. It was hilarious. And then he's like, I got my own group now. And I'm surprise. like, surprise, <laughs> surprise plot twist. Surprise. And, uh, for real, it was like that. Like, MJF played that perfectly. He's like, oh, no, please don't beat me up, guys. He was like cowering. He was like cowering in the in the corner of the fucking ring. Yeah, He's like, please don't hurt me, guys. I can explain. Like, I, I, I'm not, I wasn't going to take over your group because uh, <clears throat> I made my own. I'm like, oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> plot twist. And, uh, you know, FTR, Tully, and uh, Sean Spears. I don't know how I feel about Sean Spears without a beard. I don't like it. I don't like it, man. Like it's weird. It. No. It's weird, music. but uh, it's, it's, it's odd. But, you know, mm -hmm. MJF has his own group now. Him, Wardlow, FTR, Tully, and uh, the chairman. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have faction wars between these two. Holy moly, it's going to be great. I tweeted out because like I was like, isn't this a collection of all the people that you hate in one group? It 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 is. Uh, it, well, no, it, it well the majority of them, I guess. Fuck FTR. Uh, Tully's old. 
Uh, I don't like that weird thing he does. Fear the revelation. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about, bro? And uh, I, I never had nothing against uh, uh, what's his face. Um, I can't even remember his name. God damn it, no, uh, yeah. Spears. Against, I like Spears. Against Spears. No, I like Spears. I'm not digging the the face the facial hairless thing he's got going on. The blonde. I don't like that. MJF. Yeah, it, it does not. Uh, it, it's his hair blonde too now. His hair's blonde. Yeah, it looks weird. Oh shit! It's yeah. it's not a good look uh, for him. Not a good look for him. I'm ragging on the guy. The guy's still a sexy man, but I don't know. It's just it's just shocking because I liked him with the beard. Yeah, uh, he looks better with the beard. Yeah, has the MJF's always been a great heel, uh, and Wardlow. I feel like he's just caught in the middle of everything. Uh, but yeah, now nah, bring the sex appeal to the group. He does need to bring the sex appeal. Mm-hmm. That's it. And uh, I don't know, man. FTR, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know MJF was all like, y'all thought we... I think there was this interview that they did on him. And he's all like, y'all thought, y'all thought we were going to bring the four horsemen. But no, I want to do my own thing. And he did his own thing. And I'm like, kudos to you, MJF. 25 years down the line, you're going to be the bestest. I give it to you, man. I give yeah, it to you. We're the five horsemen. Or MJ4. Or... The outer square, as I, I like to call them. Some bullshit. But the point is, they beat the shit out of the inner circle. Fucking uh, uh, Jax, Dax, he fucking broke that wine bottle, that the, the bubbly on, on Hager. I'm like, oh, was that supposed to happen? Because even I, I think Dax even cut his hand. He's like, ah, oh, fuck my hand. I, I think he didn't do it well because, yeah, he fucked up his own hand. He saw his reaction. Like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, like he straight up broke a bottle in that man's face. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Then they beat the shit out of him. Fucking... Uh, uh, fucking Guevara gets put through a table, through a table, through a chair. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. This is neato. I like where this is going. Fucking uh, Jericho. Oh my goodness. They did Jericho so dirty, man. They did Jericho so dirty. They beat him up with his own bat. Uh, But before that, he's trying to reach for his bat and then MJF steps on his hand. He's like, no, 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 no. And he just beat the shit out of him. I'm like, oh my God. And then finale. He gets fucking powerbombed through a fucking table off the stage. Holy shit. This is amazing. Yeah, and then camera crazy. work and the shots are so dramatic. Like, I love AEW when they when they get that shit. They do it right. Like, the, the way they carry Jericho over. Like, yeah, the the, the camera work with, with MJF, you know, stepping on the bat. Everything about it, it was this, this was well produced, man. This, this is a great hostile takeover. Or, yeah, pretty much, because they're... The new faction's taking over AEW. This is our turf now. Inner Circle, you can go suck it. Probably uh, the most, ex- sorry for the fun, explosive ending to Dynamite since uh, Brody Lee and the Dark Order beat the fuck out of the Nightmare Family. Yeah, this was pretty good, man. This was fucking good. Fucking Jericho got his ass beat. Like, they, they crucified him, man. They made a, they made a point out of him. Be like, we're, we're the new dudes in town, man. You will not fuck with us or we will fucking kill you. Yeah. And uh, they killed Jericho. I'm like, holy shit! They fucked. They crucified the man. I'm like, oh my goodness, this was a, this was a beating and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, goddamn. It really, really was. Um, and yeah, we're obviously gonna see more of this going forward. I'm excited to see MJF's new crew, and we'll see what they call themselves. But again, I like to again. Well, I'm gonna keep pushing the outer square thing because I like the idea of let's take it a Joe. We have the inner circle, outer square, Death triangle triangle i'm gonna push for the pretty picture to be called the pretty pyramid Los. um let's shape everyone up dark order dark oval dark oval 
Okay, okay. I see it. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. Who, who else we got? What other what other recruits we got? What are we gonna call uh, Matt Hardy's new group? Because Matt Hardy got some new recruits tonight. He got Butcher and Blade. He stole them from Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, what's uh, what's uh, uh, big money? Is there a shape that starts with M? What's what 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 common shapes are found in the kitchen? Every single <laughs> shape you can think of. <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know. There's a lot of shapes in the kitchen. Like, they, they, it's a money, money kitchen. A shape? <laughs> money kitchen. <laughs> it's a big. What's it? I, I, I don't fucking know what I'm saying. I, I, I've lost my train of thought. There's a lot of shapes. I'm being overwhelmed by shapes, Joe. I didn't do too good at geometry class. It's okay. That's okay. We can always have the polyhedrals with uh, Brandon Cutler and whoever he wants to team up with. Lols. Freaking. He's still a thing. Is he still winning? I. Mm, I still remember. I, think he's been on dark. I, I don't remember, I think he was on this last dark. I don't remember. Um, I remember his last. I think he lost to. Um, I mean, was, I think his last match was when we lost to Dynamite. Yeah, Hager beat the shit out of him. It was great. Take <laughs> that. <laughs> you need to get grounded, man. <laughs> yes, you need to get grounded. You're flying like, too high. <laughs> put on some Evangelitan for him or whatever he called it. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah, so we'll look for that. Last thing, Drew, for the show. I cut that off too early. We have a heat report. Oh, so, I, I knew something sounded funny when you said foot guy. I mean, shoot good, shoot guru. I, I did call him shoe guy. He is his well, name. Shoe is guy. Guy. There we go. That's his name. So here's the deal. Um, shoe guy last night hit me up one our group chat. I was like, hey, um, shoe guy's back and he's ready to do, do, do the bit. And I was like, oh, really? That's cool. Because I didn't prepare shit, shoe guy. Why would I work on the thing without you telling me? So I, 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 I put together something so we could do a, a shoe. Uh, I do a heat report for, for, the, for, the, for the show. Um, we did it specifically on Roman Reigns' Complex video that came out this week where he basically went shoe shopping and did an interview with Complex. Apparently that's the thing that Complex does. Um, yeah. When I pitched the segment, it was basically supposed to be mostly about AEW wrestlers and, you know, basically, um, you know, about BTE and Dynamite and Vara's blog and all that. But this video was, like, so, like, obvious that for us to cover for the first one was, like, okay, one, again, because, well, yes, we are AEW Rainbow. I, I, I do watch all the wrestlings. Um so I, I figured we would cover would cover this because again it's it just a good subject matter and it was the easiest one for me to put together quite frankly. But <laughs> we we did the heat report and I'm not gonna be lo- I'm not gonna lie it was longer than I expected. Loss. <laughs> it was so much long. I mean it, it was like I didn't realize when we were recording because it felt quick but it was actually 18 minutes of us talking about fucking shoes, talking shoes. Barely talking wrestling, and the wrestling we do talk is WWE, which is not what this podcast is. Leave um, it to Shoe Guy to not shut the fuck up about shoes. Right? Shocking, <laughs> shocking affair. So I wanna, I'm going to play it in its entirety for us now, but I'm doing it at the end of the podcast, so if anyone's like, hey, um, I'm not here for your fucking shoe rant or your fucking wrestling rant about Roman, um, you can tune out now, but I find it to be an interesting thing. We're going to do these more. Again, it's going to be more AEW-focused. I, I, I still want the show to branch out a bit more. Um, Dro, obviously, you only watch AEW, but I do want to bring in tidbits from other stuff, like, you know, like, uh, Rome, like uh, example, our truth Neuralizer was hilarious, so I had to mention that. So look at this as episode one of the Heat Report. Um, we'll, we'll trim it down. I'll, I'll get you guys to talk less, but... <laughs> 
But um, um, I drove. I didn't know. I was gonna tell you again. It's 18 minutes long. I don't know if you have time for that. I don't know if you want to head out now and I just close the show with that, or you want want us to play and then we'll wrap up afterwards. Uh, I, I think I have about 15 minutes left. We could do this. I mean, the clip is 18 minutes long, so. Three minutes ain't gonna hurt nobody. Okay, fuck it. So everyone, this is the heat report. Drew, you're gonna have to mute yourself, or you can answer, you can laugh in the background. I don't really care, but um, I'm gonna mute myself because I'm gonna go right out the trash real quick. So, in the meantime, here is the very first heat report, y'all. Oh. Oh snap! Okay, here we go. Well, here's the dramatic intro first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Let me get a heat check, heat check. Right, cool. Well, I mean, let me get that heat check. Oh, I look amazing. Yes, and oh by I said yes, I said your name right off the bat, and I meant shoe guy. That's who you are. I also plugged your social media. I don't know if you wanted that or not. Let me give you my. Let me give you my Instagram. Okay, Later. I, I'll I'll change it to your Instagram. But yes, shoe guy, welcome to the heat report. Finally, we're doing this. Hey, we're recording hey. this. You are live with me here. Uh, we will add this to the show tomorrow. It'll be pre-recorded for that you see your sexy artist depiction which i think is I way I'm more worried. accurate and on point than, than dro's i'll say it's dead it's one-to-one -one you that's what you look like to me well, that's what i see when i see you for someone who hasn't actually seen me in person in a while that hair is scary accurate oh yeah yeah i'd be i'd be i'd be snooping anywho we're here to talk about shoes <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't y'all people watch this video cannot see cannot see shoe guy but i can <laughs> his reaction is priceless <laughs> anywho so again what what is the heat report shoe guy we, we we decided that we're gonna basically um a lot okay i'm already i'm already off off flow myself we, i had this idea for the heat report with you basically because every week on Dynamite on Raw, SmackDown, whatever. All the wrestlers be flexing all the time with all their fucking shoes. And um, Shoe Guy here, well, we call him Shoe Guy for a reason because that motherfucker loves shoes and he knows a lot about shoes. So the plan is for me to basically um, observe the shoes that people are flexing on each other for the week and bring them to Shoe Guy so he can kind of give us his, his take on them, give us what he knows about them, and you know, business, this and that about it. We're just going to talk about the shoes. Why? I don't know because this podcast is barely about wrestling. Anyways, this week, this one isn't even about AEW. This is about, or, or the shoes from the week. This is just straight up shoes from uh, Roman Reigns' Complex video that he, that he did this week. Apparently, it's a normal segment they do that you watch. That they, It's like a normal thing they do? Yeah, they, uh, they do videos all the time. They do celebrity interviews while they do it. Uh, some people go fucking crazy on those purchases. Well, okay, so I thought Roman's was like, okay, let me just do what I want. He bought like... Eight pairs of shoes? I mean, it, it wasn't as high as I thought it would be. I'm not going to diss Roman Reigns. Uh, uh -huh. And I'll go into it more later. Okay. But that was the lowest amount of money I've ever seen anyone spend okay. on, that, on that show. Okay, damn. That's, that's okay. Because I won't hear like, you know me with, with the irony of me and these shoes. My, I'm cheap as hell when it comes to shoes. So I was here like, hey, I, I thought it was cool. They spent that and most of it wasn't even on him. So uh, let's let's talk about them, shall we? I pulled the shoes that you requested from his thing because I think he had like again there was more shoes than this. The first one that you requested was the Air Jordan 11s PS Jubilees, which again I believe were for his kid, not him. They were, the they PS. were. Yeah. Uh, so they're actually fairly recent. They only came out a couple months ago, and I almost got them. 
Uh, they look a lot like a very popular car- uh, very popular pair called the uh, Jordan uh, Concords. Okay. I see. I saw them and I was like, oh, these look familiar to me. Like I've seen them before. I didn't know they were like. Yeah, I guess I've seen the Concords before, and I probably haven't seen these. They're basically based on the same design, but they're slightly different. And they're obviously the color's different. But I almost got them. I like them actually. I think that was a good choice for his kid. Some good yeah, teeth. it was black and <laughs> black and white. So I, see, these are kind of shoes that like I they're my style. Like it's very basic, very simple. Like I said, like yeah, it's got detail in there. Like the like see the shine. Like I should have got bigger pictures yeah. for this. But um, yeah, it's very black and white. You know. Body black, um, soul white is that the bottom of the soul, right? Or whatever. It's yeah. Called? Yeah. So I, I like yeah. I like the look of it. I, I'm a fan of that. Um, next up is the Air Jordan One Mid PS Hyper Royale. I guess also for his kid. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not usually a fan of mids, uh, <laughs> but for kids, mids are really cool. They they fit really well. Uh, what I really really like, dude, is this guy is straight up doing head of the table all the time. Yeah. Like, he bought shoes for his family because I think he threw some in there for his wife and I think maybe his daughter, too. His wife, his daughter, and I, I, does he have a little boy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe or maybe these are for her, actually, his daughter. I'm actually not sure how many uh, kids he has. Yeah, because he mentioned something like when he saw the other shoes, they're not on here, those those, those colorful ones. He the said, girly ones, yeah, yeah, the pink ones. So I was like, does he have two? I, I actually don't know. I know he has a daughter because he's not one commercial, but I actually don't know if he has a, another kid or not. Um, but either way, yeah, you're right. Full on head of the table. I, I like that a lot, man. Just seeing like, like when I was watching it, and it was like, because I was thinking he was on there just for himself. It's like, nah, I want this for my kid. I want this for my kid. I want that for my wife. It's like, oh man, Rowan, Rowan's a good guy. Even though he's supposed to be evil as hell on SmackDown, but he's a good guy. Good for Rowan. Are you googling it? I am. They have five kids. Oh damn. <laughs> One of them has to be a boy. Probably, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna guess that's 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 what the boys were. I think he said something about matching him. And um, I mean, I'm sure. I wish the girls rock these shoes too, the blue, blue, black, and white Jordans. Because again, um, these are another pair that again I've seen before. But I guess again, that's where I don't know shit about shoes. Where it's like, okay, they're they're uh, blue, black, and white Jordan ones. But there's again, these are the hyper royal. I don't know if that's a special. Well, the- the colors are usually really popular, uh, especially that blue. Uh, a lot more popular on highs, though. Okay, so I wanted I wanted to mention this because I, I I talked to another one of our friends during the week, you know who who is a quote retired sneakerhead because certain people um, are you know let's say he he's what. Well, you know, uh, how, how, do I, how do I word this? How do I word this? Well, he's not a fan of your style. Let's put it that way. Or what, what yeah. you look for. And he mentioned he mentioned to me something I didn't know was that apparently mids are frowned upon in the sneaker community. They are. Why? For no, for no real reason, honestly. Okay. Uh, all right. So, I would say, because they're not the original silhouette, they are based on it, but they're not the original. Yeah. The Jordan 1 High is the original Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so popular, why it's iconic, why all this time later it's still very, very, very fucking hard to get. I was going to say popular, but it's fucking hard to get, mm-hmm. man. But uh, yeah, so mids are more of a general release. Even when they sell out, if they get bought it, you're really not going to pay that much extra. You're just not. Okay. I'm just going to. I think they're restocked. I'm just gonna assume it's because they're shiny Pokemon and mids are normal basic losers. 
That's how I'm gonna look at it. So basically, uh, highs are Gen One, and mids are current Gen. Okay, I, I, I can see that. Pokemon. I just it just seems silly. I'm, okay, there's a lot of sneaker culture that I think is silly, in general. Yeah. Which I don't know why. I'm I mean, I I am on both sides of where I do highly prefer highs. Um, but I like all kinds of shoes. I like some ugly ass shoes. Yes, yes. That character. Just show you some ugly ass shoes you haven't seen yet. Let's not talk about Yeezys today, okay? We'll save that for another episode where we They're argue. Actually, Jordan highs, but okay. Okay, let's move on with the ones we have here, shall we? Um, next one up was the Air Jordan One Rookie of the Year. I believe these actually wore for for Roman. Yeah, he he got those for himself, and um, these are like a khaki and white Jordan, khaki white and black. Bro, yeah. I fucking want these shoes man <laughs> okay when you said that i was like he's gonna say i fucking hate these shoes i fucking these, love these shoes i want these shoes these are on like my list of shoes that i want like i want them mm -hmm. there's there's they're so fucking beautiful looking oh yeah they're, they're very, it's a very nice shoe um I probably should focus on describing these more for our audio people. So this one is going to go on YouTube, by the way. But, um, yeah, yeah, like I said, there's like, so it's like a, like a, would you call that a khaki or like a, like a, it's kind of well, the lugs color? I don't know what you call it. So it's got the classic white silhouette with, uh, with a suede or nubuck. Uh, suede, yeah. That's kind of like a khaki, khaki color. Yeah, but I think the suede gives you a better idea of what you're saying. That's, that's a perfect, that's exactly what I was thinking of. White and black, uh, again, uh, Jordan 1. These are mids? These are highs. highs. Okay, I'm done. Put some respect on their neck. <laughs> okay, okay, my bad. I, I couldn't tell from my tiny picture. I need to, I, it's small on my screen. I don't know how it is for you. But. They're not, they're actually not that old. I think they're only like maybe, uh, I could be lying. Maybe three years or something like that. Yeah. They're nice though. They think you wear that like, you know, like casual formal. Yeah, I can throw that on anything and I'll feel well, I think. Yeah, man, that's a nice ass shoe. Yeah, I, I would get, I would get those as well, to be honest. They're just ex they're they're expensive. They're not insanely expensive, but I mean they're like six hundred dollars. That's fucking expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean I okay I have shoes that. Yeah. Right, let's not go there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll go there eventually. I just I just can't I I I can't man. You, I want to. Though. You can't anymore, or you, you you can't because you have to be adult, or you're afraid of the consequences of getting them. But you would. I, I'm not afraid of anyone, but I'm kind of afraid. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about the Air Jordan 1 Gym Red. Again, these are classic Jordan 1s. There's always a different red, white, and black combination. So I guess it's the Gym, the, um, gym Red ones. You know I'm going to hate on these for the bottom soles being that discolored white, that off-white. Before you hate on those shoes, you should know that they are sitting in my closet right now. That doesn't change shit. It should. I hate plenty. I hate a lot of your shoes. You do. Yeah. These are. I love these shoes, man. They're so simple. They're so pretty. Black and white with a nice red splash. Not too crazy, but just enough to make it stand out. Yeah. I love these shoes. But it would look nicer if the if the sole didn't look like it was fucking faded or pissed on. Just make it a classic it white. It has character. That is a classic color. That's a. It's a pure white. Pure white. Color. Give me pure white on them so they match the rest of the shoe. This shit, lo know, it man. looks I'm a, used. I'm a fan of those cream soles. Well, of course you are. I disagree, 100%. Um, how much they cost you when you got them? I actually got them uh, at the store. Nice. 
Yeah, so they cost me a 160 plus tax. Okay, yeah, because I see that I was looking at the prices. I pulled up on StockX, and most of the price the Roman paid seemed to be um, closer to retail, versus like you see StockX pricings are, you know, well higher. Shocking. Yeah. And I'm gonna get to that once we go through all these uh, shoes, cause I got I got a rant about that. Okay, well let's get, let's get to it. A, a reminder: this is a pro wrestling podcast, <laughs> which uh, it was yes. just right because we, oh the, the graphics that place the topes the tope suicido shoes, which is totally why they're here. Air Jordan Four tope haze. Um, again, they're Jordan Fours. It's like a grayish gray black and white combination with an orange Jordan logo. Would describe that better. Uh, it's like a brown mushroom color, uh, some black and white. Those are actually pretty fairly recent. I actually do like them. I kind of dig them. Uh, I like Jordan Force. I'm just not. All right, so, this is kinda... so if any sneakerheads watch your video, um, uh-huh. they're gonna hate me because I am not a big fan of the Jumpman logo. Really? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have a pair of fours, uh, retro grays. They're gorgeous. But uh, I'm just not a huge fan of the Jumpman logo. I don't know why. I think that's why I love Jordan 1 so much. That's funny. We've never talked about this. I actually like the Jumpman logo a lot. Personally, I, I think it's, it's a cool-looking symbol. And it's, it's, it's cool and all, and it's got, like, its history behind it. But not a huge fan. Like, you know that I'm not, again, I've never been big on the fours either. Like, in general, it's the type of shoe I just think they look kind of silly with the little graded thing. But... As I was watching um, the, the video with Roman, I saw the fir- the one in the um, you'll see in the picture. He had these like kind of blacked out ones with like this texture on them. The lasers. Yeah, those look clean, man. I like those a lot. Uh, I was like, okay, I would actually wear those. Those are fucking cool. Those and the other ones he was wearing in this match with Braun Strowman, these uh, Jordan boots. These again, again, very my style. It's all black and the, the soles are white. With these SVB canvas six ends. Like, there's like a Nike boot thing? I didn't know that was a thing. I like those a lot. Those are cool. I think those are fairly easy to get, too. Yeah, I might actually pick me up some of those, man. I, I, I like boots. Shoes, I haven't had any in a while. I wore out my last boots because they were just, piece, you know, they were shitty. <laughs> so let me actually buy some quality ones, like some uh, boot shoes. Uh, yeah. And the, the ones that, the other ones I was talking about, the floor, black laser gum, those, those are cool. Like, apparently, like, currently, I just really like Roman style. I didn't realize this before. I never, I never paid attention to his shoes before. So, yeah, Roman, Roman's got the style, man. I like it. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been uh, putting on some good shit. Yeah, he was lately. talking about in the video that apparently he's been just every SmackDown now. He's like, yeah, I just rock. You know, I, I got to bring on new shoes. I got to flex on Kofi, and and, and Usos because that's that's nice to shoot guys for for WWE. Um, and you know, I'm sure Roman could spend a lot more coin than a lot of AEW guys uh, on their shoes. Although they we guys be going going mad, you know, the, the fucking Bucks especially. They wear a lot of nuts. Oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, I still have a problem with that, but okay. Okay, well, okay, you had that. So you have a rant you want to go on here about something. So I'm gonna let you take the floor about it. Um, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this. I really don't. I'm actually gonna apologize. Not even the rest of my this that was the fakest complex video I've ever really? seen. Well, all those shoes are old except for one. Okay. SoFly does not sell shoes that are not new. Okay. So okay, so they added shoes in there just to like. Those shoes were planted. Planted shoes. Those prices were fake. They were you... retail prices. You can't buy those. For a moment there, I was gonna say, "Holy shit! I wish I had clown feet like Roman Reigns, so I can buy these shoes <laughs> at a good price." 
And then I looked them up in size 15. They're still expensive uh -huh. to ship. There's practically no price difference. Oh my god. Okay. The rookies of the year, six hundred dollar uh -huh. shoes. You can pay one sixty for those. No fucking no, way. Based on this amount. So. So yeah, yep. that's my rant. That was a fake video. It was all planted. So far, fake news. Are you saying? Are you saying Roman Reigns is fake? And are you gonna? Are you about to say that about a personal wrestler? Okay. No, I would never say such a thing. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. See, I've never seen those videos before, like, so I need, I wouldn't have caught that. I don't like, so they like everything on the show is always brand brand, brand fucking new. I'm I'm a, so it's usually consignment shops, or there's actually a store that they work with a lot, which I think is where it all started. Uh, I'm assuming because of COVID, instead of having the person fly out, they fly to them. So fly is based out of Florida. Which is where Roman Reigns lives, obviously. So I'm assuming they just all set it up in advance and had those shoes set up specifically for him. Well, at least the Jordan ones. Uh, those fours that come out recently. So I'm, he could have potentially come up at the store. But uh, I don't know, man. Suspicious. Well, interesting. I mean, I'll say this about that video, though. It made me realize that I barely have produced a secret report in general. Even before, like, we decided to do this today. And, like, I didn't. Look at this video until I sent it to you. So I didn't have plans to pull like mm -hmm. graphics and stuff. But like, damn, they got full on details on the shoes and everything. I, I got some half ass research as fuck. I got these tiny pictures. <laughs> I got I got to work on my shit because um, I got to compete with Complex now. That wasn't my plan. I was just talking about pro wrestlers and their shoes. But goddamn, apparently they got that that market fucking covered with what they have videos with Roman. They have videos with Sh uh, Shane and uh, who else do they have? They they they, they have that co they have that realm covered. I didn't realize I I didn't realize I had a competition. Yeah, man, they make they, they have a lot of people on it. They have mainstream people on too. Okay, well, the, oh man, I just, I just called wrestling not mainstream. It's, 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 true, it's, it's definitely so. true. Let's be honest. Let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> it's a niche product, as is this niche segment on Double Rainbow, where we're talking about the shoes professional wrestlers wear, because you know that's the content the people want. Damn it! It is. It really yes. is. Well, shoe guy, thank you for joining me for the heat report. Do you want to plug your Instagram since I had the wrong handle on the screen the entire time? Where is it? I'm see it. I don't see it's it. It's under. Is it's that? under your beautiful face. Oh my! My volume settings are fucking not off. Oh, I still can't see it. Whatever it is, I'll take okay, it. Whatever. All right. Well, that. I said that. Until time. next time for the heat report. This is Joe and Shoe Guy. Who? Good job, Shoe Guy, for actually doing the thing. I'm just happy my name is no longer a feet guy who likes feet <laughs> accessories. Indeed. Oh, I was muted. Dro, he's still here. <laughs> How awkward would it be if uh, <laughs> the, the, the shoe report ended? They're like, Dro, he's gone, <laughs> he's man. Not, he he just took left the he, building. He could have sent me a text or something, and now he's just, he's just gone. <laughs> he's, out, he's outside mowing his lawn. <laughs> he's like, hello? <laughs> you just hear the lawnmower, they're like, <laughs> yeah, for real. So that was the first heat report. Eagle-eyed viewers will notice that, yes, I was wearing the same thing in that video that I'm wearing now because I stayed up to 2.30 putting together the rest of the clips for this goddamn show, went to sleep, got up, and recorded this show. So I am I got that stink and my phone drinking. But, so yeah. But, hey, I do it for you, the Double Rain people who, who totally, definitely wanted an 18-minute-long heat report about shoes from Robin Reigns from WWE. That's what the people want. <laughs> very, very interesting, the discrepancy in the prices. I did not see that coming.
Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the knowledge you guy brings to the show. That's crazy. That yeah. is craziness. So, oh yeah. my goodness, the fakeness. The fake. You can't catch the. You can't catch fakeness here on the Double Rainbow, though. No, no, we're we're, we're pure. We're legit. all we're legit. We 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 are them boys. We are them guys. We are as real as real gets until someone pays us to not be real. In oh my. Who drove? Before uh, we go, um, just tell the people. You know, you know the drill. Where to find us? Y'all know what it is. Twitch at Joe J Pena, maybe. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, YouTube A Double Rainbow. Uh, all the podcast sites. You know the podcast sites: Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You can go there. You can go to uh, a double rainbow Word. Word. Yes, y'all guys. Well, that was a, a fun episode. Again, paper part was long. We'll, I'll try to cut those down to like five minutes max. There's a point where the music restarts. That's what this will be my indicator that this has gone too long. But Lost. I'll keep that in mind because there's supposed to be short bits for the show. So anyways, that was that. Thank you, people. This is episode 45. We'll see you next week for more Dino Talk and all that jazz. Deuces. Oh, and Evelation. Evelation. Or Elevation. Elevation. There you go. Words are hard. Elevation. I'll, I'll be watching that. Joe probably won't. So see y'all next week. <laughs>